Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a big deal moving from primary school to secondary education. And for a lot of children, this can be an anxious time. With a lot of school time being missed due to COVID, the preparation that could normally be done in class to help children might have been missed. My next guest is well aware of how challenging the transition from primary to second level education can be and so she's running a workshop to help this. She is a, she is a social care leader, accredited play therapist, auto play therapist and trainee supervisor and has over 25 years experience working with children. As a play therapist, she provides services to schools, TUSLA and voluntary agencies as well as in her own private practice in Delique County Meath. I'm delighted to welcome back Melissa Moore from Delique to 11 to 1. How are you doing Melissa? Hi Sinead and hi to all the listeners there. Great to have you back. Now first of all just remind us about your work uh, as a play therapist. What exactly is a play therapist and play therapy? How does it all work? So play therapy is basically a form of counselling for children. The best way of describing it is really it's minus the words. So I suppose if you and you and I were to go for counselling you'd be asked lots of questions and young children don't have the capacity to be able to answer those questions. So the way I work, it's all done through play or creative art, just depending on the age. So I would work with children therapeutically from the ages of three right up into the teenage years. Um, and I would also do separate work with parents. So it may not necessarily that you have a child come into therapy with me. You might just be going through a difficult patch of a parent um, and need a little bit of direction around that. So that's an, another element. So when children come into the playroom, it is set up like a typical playroom in their eyes, but there are lots of different therapeutic elements within the playroom. So they're allowed to choose whatever they, they want to use that particular day. It's very non-directive. It's completely at their pace um, and it's really their agenda. So there's a lot of things generically that would be worked on in terms of self-esteem, social skills, problem solving, decision making. Um, and then the, the particular reason that the child comes to work with. So typical referrals would be, I suppose now a huge number of children coming with anxiety. Yes, I'd imagine step, so, yeah. yeah. Separation anxiety, low self-esteem, could be bereavement. It could be emotional issues such as, you know, managing their anger or, um, as I said, the anxiety. They may be coming from a family that has separated and all that brings with that. So there's lots of different reasons for working with children. It's it's on a one-to-one basis. Um, and I suppose I've been working like that for, you know, I've been working with children and families for over 25 years now at this point. Um, so that, that's essentially how it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's the, the toys are the language of children. Mm-hmm. And that's really how it works. It's through that medium. 
Yeah, and I'd say it's fascinating as well, particularly when you make a breakthrough with a child that you might be kind of struggling with for various reasons in terms of determining what's going on. And then it suddenly manifests in the play and what they are doing with the toy that you can you can see what's going on, which is fascinating. And that's it, you know, I would often have children that would come for three, four, five, six sessions and they wouldn't utter a word to you. And that's absolutely fine. It's all about giving them the control and the power. But it's what I'm seeing in the toys that they're choosing to use, how they're using it and how they're interacting with me all the time. So rather than me asking lots of um, very direct questions, I will be reflecting to them all of the time what I'm seeing in their play. And it's about getting them to come up with you know, solutions to the problems and they absolutely do. Even kids as young as four and five wow. have the ability to do that. It's just about providing the, the space and I suppose the relationship, the relationship between me and the child is the number one principle of play therapy. So once you get that right, everything just flows and, and slots into place after that. So yeah, it's absolutely amazing. You know, you can have a few sessions made where you're thinking, mm, what's going on here, you know, yeah. and then suddenly the light bulb just goes and, and, and things turn a corner, I'd imagine, which is fantastic as well for obviously the child in terms of, uh, you know, overcoming whatever it is that, that, that they're struggling with. Now, something that uh, children struggle a lot with is this transition from primary school to secondary school. This can be so anxious. Is mm. this something that you are seeing a lot of? Is it common for children to be feeling like they don't want to go to, to second level? I, um, I suppose, it, and it's not so much that they don't want to go. It, it's more about how, what if scenarios, how am I going to cope, how am I going to manage, am I going to make new friends, what about missing my old friends, all of those types of questions. And I suppose in the midst of COVID, that's exacerbated because obviously it's going to be just more difficult to make friends when you have to socially distance, you're wearing a mask, you can't see the facial expressions. So all of that, I suppose this year and last year is is exacerbated and I think I'm getting a lot more children with those issues this is something that I would have run pre-COVID so I've been running this for a number of years I thought I'm a mum of three teens as well so I initially started this when my eldest was making that move now she's now in college so I thought I was seeing the difficulties and the pitfalls firsthand so I set this up so I've been doing this every year for the last I don't know six or seven years maybe at this point so there's always anxiety around moving forward um but I suppose this year and last year, given that the children have missed such a chunk of their schooling, um, it's more difficult for them and they're just more anxious around it. And I think um, parents are as well. Parents yeah, are probably yeah. adding to the to the anxiety as well, Melissa. And, um, you know, in terms of, you know, you've touched on a couple of them there, you know, in terms of, you know, friends not being, uh, moving to the same school, maybe not having the same friend group, all that kind of thing. What other sort of anxieties around secondary school are children speaking about? Exams, right. timetables, how am I going to manage moving from one class to another, am I going to get lost? Am I going to get in trouble? How am I going to manage the, the additional homework? Um, how, and even practical things around, am I going to miss the bus? Where's the bus going to drop me? Um, who am I going to be sitting beside? Where's the canteen? Where do I have my lunch? So all of those lockers, all of that kind of thing, um, a lot, a lot of practical stuff. But then uh, obviously coupled with that is the emotional side and how they're going to cope with that. So we do lots and lots of work around, um, you know, anxiety, how to manage those negative thoughts. So teaching them some anxiety tools, um, managing managing the change, you know, moving forward, the friends, how am I going to keep 
Am I going to, you know, lose those old friends from primary? How am I going to keep in touch with them? How, do I, how am I going to make a new friend? Particularly if you have a child moving forward that doesn't have somebody going with them from the primary school. Yes, that's always um, an issue, isn't it? Yeah, that, that they're going completely differently to, to a completely different school uh, from their friends. That's a big one, yeah. It's huge, Nadine. I suppose I generally run two workshops. So I have one in the morning and one in the evening. And the way I do it is um, I allocate spaces to the children according to the school that they're moving to. So you'll, you'll generally have two or three children going to the same school. So by the end of, so it's run over three days. So by the end of that third day, they have a pal going with them. Fantastic. That they yeah. just made. And they'll often have swapped Snapchat, their phone numbers or whatever. And, they, and you know, they've kept in contact up till they move into school. So I have, I, over the years, I, I mean, the messages that you get afterwards have been lovely. Like I, there's one particular girl that really sticks in mind were two, two that didn't know each other at all and actually turned out to be best friends. Oh, that is lovely. After the move. So it's the little things like that. But other things that we work on in terms of um, managing, particularly the emotion side, is working through the impact that our brain has on the emotions and how we can actually can manage that and control that rather than, you know, the brain taking over for us. So there are tools that, you know, I can teach 12 and 13-year-olds that when they start feeling this anxiety or the high level of, of emotion that they can actually implement things to, to bring it back down. Okay, so, that's fantastic. So yeah, so working on things around positive mindset, um, relaxation, and that's a big thing. Moving into secondary school, you've got all those big exams and you've got the third year and the, and the leaving cert exams as well. So the importance of relaxation, because we don't often put much emphasis on that. So for moving into secondary school and having to do lots of additional study and extra hours in the day, of school, um, it's really important to teach the teens how to relax. Yeah. And I would find that actually an awful lot of them don't know how to relax, really. Yeah. Yeah. So we do lots around that, lots around coping school or coping skills, sorry. Um, and it's all done through a fun, creative environment where, you know, you're swapping stories and swapping ideas with your peers. The next the person next to me is feeling the same as I am. So that makes things so much better. You know, I'm not the only one feeling like that. And it's all done through art and craft, games, music, um, and just really, you know, fun element to it rather than, yes, there obviously is serious side to it as well, but we're trying to make it as fun and creative as possible. So um, it's a bit lighthearted as well. Yeah, that's getting a, the message point. Yeah, absolutely. And, and reducing all that anxiety. And I have to say, yeah. now I know you mentioned there about the, the two girls, but I have to mention this because this is one of the te- many, many testimonials uh, from the, uh, this is from 2019. Melissa, I can't thank you enough for what you've done. She was so nervous about going to secondary school before doing your course. She bounced into school in the first morning. It helped that she found a good friend on the course who was going to the same school. Thank you so much. I would have no problem in recommending the course to any parent well worth the investment. So you are getting the accolades and praise from parents taking uh, their kids to this as well, which is absolutely fantastic. What do you hope that the kids will take away from the workshop? I think the, the main focus for me is to be able to empower young people to believe in themselves, to believe that they can make this move um, and acknowledge, yes, there's going to be blips along the way. And yes, we're going to have good days and bad days, but I can deal with that. I can manage that. Yeah, I think that that that's my main thing, and then obviously that they have fun. Yeah, within the three days, absolutely. And uh, how can people sign up? Because this is happening in August, which is kind of that nice time just before you know things start to go back to normal. Yeah, uh, so they'll kind of keep the skills in their heads and everything else. So when uh, or how can people sign up? 
So you can find me on my Facebook page, which is MySpace Play Therapy, or the website, MySpacePlayTherapy.com. And I'm on Instagram as well. And as Sinead, just to say as well, a lot of people say to me, why is it in August and not, you know, when they're finishing primary? The reason I do it in August is exactly why you've said, is because it's fresh going into secondary school. It's run over the three days for two hours each day to allow them to go away that evening and reflect on what the work that we've done and come back with questions. Yeah, absolutely. Melissa, as always, it was wonderful to chat to you. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thanks for having me, Sinead. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.